Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. It's the beginning of the year, we're seven days in. I need to see a show of hands who's a New Year's resolution type of a person. Who's a resolutioner? No one. Seriously? Any resolutionizers out there? Well, we got a couple. We got a couple. Okay, keep those hands up, right? Keep your hands up. Could we just have like some people who don't actually do resolutions just put your hand up on the side? There we go. Look at that. Hold your hands up. Okay, seven days in, have you managed to hold true to your resolution so far? Yeah, you're going good. You haven't watched Netflix for seven days, Harry. No Stranger Things. Well done. He's killing it. There's a particular energy, isn't there, in the beginning of the year where we, we want to, like, change ourselves. We, we have this energy where we're like, you know what, I'm going to be a better person in 2018. Yeah? Yeah. So good. I'm going to let you into the weird and wonderful world that is Jesse Beattie. Um, on the screens in a second, I'm going to show you some of my goals. They may be current. They may be from my childhood. Who knows? But um, this is me when I was playing for, when I want to play for the All Blacks. Look at that guy. Look at his muscles. That's, young, that's every young Kiwi boy's dream, all right, is to play for the All Blacks. Um, this is me getting barreled. Everybody. This is a legitimate goal for me this year. Dear Lord Jesus, hear my prayer. Um, I'll take one. I'll just take one. That's fine. But that's me getting barreled. Anyone have that resolution? Everyone have that goal? Uh, next one is this is me. Um, this is me with a six-pack. Look at that guy. I'm not sure if that's my goal or whether that's Vic's goal for me. I've just heard it that many times. But, but no, this is me getting ripped. And this is my beard goals. Beard goals. That's actually Harley. I just put my face on top of it. Beard goals. You know, when my beard gets that big, I will be awesome and I can retire from setting goals. But you know what? There's a particular energy, isn't there? We want to be, be better people at the beginning of the year. That's the whole reason for this series, Hashtag Goals. We're in the middle of a series called Hashtag Goals. And we thought it would be an epic idea to put before you some godly goals. Some godly goals for 2018. Um, some goals that are going to stretch us spiritually. It's funny how most of our goals are about our health or our appearance or whatever, but... Let's put some godly goals out there this morning. Is, that's good, hey? Pastor John, I kicked us off last week um, with the goal to know God in 2018. The goal of knowing God, to know Him more deeply, to know Him more intimately. What I want to put before you this morning, church, the goal I have for us is to find freedom. Hashtag goals, find freedom. You wanna, that's, that's my catchphrase today, but... To find freedom in 2018. Would you guys put your eyes to the screens? I just got a short clip for you this morning. So, you don't seen that one? Yeah, good movie, eh? Year 12, drama class, we had to watch this. But so good. Such a great movie. You know, there's something about stories of freedom. You know, when people are unfairly held captive or there's a particular people group who are hold back, held back or oppressed, we, we are moved by stories like that. You know, that movie uh, it was made in the 90s. If you check the IMDb top movies of all time, that's still number one. It's because we've moved. We, we are attracted to stories where people find freedom. I think deep down we all desire to live a life of freedom, yeah? That, that's something within us. We're, we're drawn to that feeling. We don't, I don't see people with their hand up saying, hey, put me in jail. <laughs> I'd like to live my life there for the next 10 years. No one's voluntarily going to jail nowadays. But 
<laughs> or ever, possibly. But look, we desire freedom. I think it's actually God's design. I believe that it is God's design for us this morning and forever to live a life of freedom. We are moved by stories of freedom. Um, as I was preparing for this message, I just let my mind go to the place where what are the things that could hold us back? What are the things that are holding us back from finding freedom or, or, or living in freedom? These things came to mind, anxiety and worry. You know, we learn to sort of just cope with that, don't we? We, we learn to just do life with that alongside of us. But is that a life of freedom? You know, there's things like addiction and fear. They're designed to hold us back. They're designed to, to keep us from freedom. By their very nature, they, they do. They hold us back. Past hurts, unforgiveness. You know, it really began to dawn on me that every one of us has an area in our lives that requires God's freedom. Would you go there in your minds even right now? What, what's holding you back from, from possibly living a life of freedom? Um, I don't, let's not stay there too long. I've got good news, and that's the scriptures I want to share with you, are that God has come to give us a life of freedom, and he's going to show us the way. So these scriptures, I hope they, they lift you up. This sermon is for you this morning. I pray that um, by the end of this, this time here at church that you would feel like you're enabled to live a life of freedom because that's exactly what Jesus has come to do. Awesome. So I've got four thoughts. Four thoughts I'd love to share with you this morning about finding freedom. My first thought here, my first thought is the word see. To be able to see with your eyes what it is that is holding you back. To be able to identify what it is that's holding you back. Um, let me explain this point just a little bit further. I, in my study, I read this paper um, put together by a bunch of psychologists. It's called The States of Change. The states of change, it was put together as a bit of a guideline for people wanting to break free of an addictive behavior or, or be re rehabilitated from something. They put these five states of change um, a, as a bit of a process of, of how you achieve change, how you implement change in your life. The first, what, the first stage you'd find yourself at is pre-contemplation. Pre-contemplation. So for someone who has, let's say, a drug addiction, in pre-contemplation, they don't actually realize there's an issue. They can't see it. They can't see that there's an issue. How are you going to change if you don't understand that there's a problem that needs fixing? Pre-contemplation, um, they, they can't yet see that what they're doing is detrimental to their health, to those around them. Pre-contemplation, if you were to, to achieve change in your life, the next step is actually contemplation. So you move from that place of not being able to see what it is that's holding you back to a place of, aha, okay, this is affecting my life now. I need to change. Uh, they begin to contemplate, you know what? You know, my behavior, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's not good for me. It's not good for those around me. So you begin to contemplate. They can begin to see the thing that is holding them back. Um, the next step is preparation. Um, preparation is basically when they begin to mentally and physically prepare for change. They haven't changed yet, but they're preparing for it. The next step is action. That explains itself. They take action towards change. They remove themselves from that environment. They, they move away from whatever there's, you know, they take action. And then the last step there is maintenance, where once, you've, once they've achieved change, you, you can maintain it and try not to relapse, go back to that place of pre-contemplation. I found it so interesting that 
it all begins with the ability. If you want to change, you have to first have the ability to see, to see what it is that is holding you back, to see what it is that is denying you your freedom. You know, we talk a lot about self-awareness these days. It's, let's, let's go there. Let's be hip for just a second. Um, self-awareness, you know, like what are my actions going to do to those around me? It actually, the Bible actually says it way back in Lamentations 3 verse 40. It says, let us test and examine our ways and let us return to the Lord. Let us test and examine our ways. So on our journey to finding freedom, we must first be able to see what it is that is holding us back. We need to take honest account of ourselves. We need to be hip and we need to be self-aware and, and see what it is that is holding us back. Is that good? Awesome. My, ne- my next point, my next thought upon finding freedom. And you know what? You, this could really be all I say today and it would be enough. But the Son of God. The Son of God needs to be in on our situation if we are to find freedom. Um, you know, it's act- it was actually part of his mission while he was here on the earth was, um, was to come and give us freedom. And, and it's a freedom that only he could give, right? Um, let me read this to you. Luke four eighteen to 19 says this. This is Jesus speaking. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. I hope that encourages you this morning that, you know, that's, he says it in no uncertain terms. That's what he came for, is to give us a life of freedom. Um, the Son of God, we need him. In John eight thirty six, it says this, If the Son sets you free, you will be free Indeed, you will be free indeed. It's not a sort of kind of free. It's not a live alongside some form of restriction kind of free. You shall be free indeed. We need the Son of God. You just can't have true freedom without the Son of God. Uh, I wrote it down like this. True freedom is completely and utterly tied up in the person of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Um, You know, yeah, you just can't have true freedom without Jesus, without the Son of God. You've got to bring Him in. The world will preach a very different type of freedom to you. Um, and quite unknowingly, they, the world will, will put its, its picture, its, its um, version, if you like, of freedom. They, they put it out there. Um, it, it goes, you know, you hear those slogans, things like, do more of what makes you happy. Do more of what makes you happy. Um, live free. Just, just live a free life, you know. Don't let anybody tell you how to live your life. You, you're in charge. You've got freedom of choice. And none, those things aren't actually bad in and of themselves. But when it really boils down to it, the world's version of freedom is one where there are no boundaries. There's, there's no boundaries. That's what true freedom looks like, is that, you know, I'm going to have no restrictions. I'm just going to live my life how I want, when I want. Um, Let's, let's take this for an example. Um, let's say my New Year's resolution is uh, that I'm going to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and, and wherever I want. Uh, no restriction, no boundaries on what I eat. That's going to lead me to true freedom, yeah? <laughs> I think I'd wind up obese probably for a starter and a whole bunch of health 
complications, right? No boundaries around whatever I eat. Um, does that sound like true freedom? It doesn't sound like true freedom. Same thing, let's go with alcohol. If I just said, you know what, I'm going to drink as much as I want, whenever I want, is that going to lead me to true freedom? I'm going to have no boundaries, right? No boundaries. Is that going to lead me to true freedom? No, it, it, it doesn't. I'd be a drunk, I'd be an alcoholic, I'd be kicked out of my home. Uh, just wouldn't be a nice thing. <laughs> but she's got heaps of grace, but just saying. <laughs> Look, the Bible says it like this. They, they state it really really awesomely here. This is Romans six fourteen to 16 in the message version. Since we are free in the freedom of God, can we just do anything that comes to our mind? Hardly. You know well enough from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroy freedom. Offer yourselves to sin, for instance, and it's your last free act. But offer yourselves to the ways of God and the freedom never quits. And the freedom never quits. You know, Jesus came to give us freedom. True freedom does have boundaries. <laughs> True, that sounds a bit like a paradox, doesn't it? True freedom does have boundaries. And you know what they are? It's the ways of the Lord. It's the ways of the Lord. In that, you will find true freedom. So, guys, in our journey to finding freedom, we need the Son of God in on our situation. We need Him to help us shape our ways in order to stay and be in true freedom. My next point that I'd like to share with you this morning is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. I love this scripture. We need the Spirit of God if we're going to find freedom. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says this, Now the Lord is Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Um, let's... Let's go here for a sec. The Greek translation of the Holy Spirit is a word, paraclete, paraclete, which basically means one who comes alongside, one who comes alongside like a, almost like, like a guide, I guess you could say. In our journey to finding freedom, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is yeah, come on. The Holy Spirit, He knows us. He knows you, Simo. He, he knows us probably better than we know ourselves. He, know, he knows what we're going through. And, but you know what else? He knows the destination called freedom. And He wants to take us there. He wants to guide us. He wants to come alongside. Could we, could we just say that this morning? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that was so good. You guys are awesome. Galatians 5.25, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. You know, the, let the Holy Spirit lead you into freedom. He can even be involved in that original thing of being able to identify what it is that's holding us back. The Holy Spirit wants to show us. He wants to lead us. Um, I, I'm going to go here for a sec. It's another name for the Holy Spirit is this, the convictor of sin. Bit heavy, right? <laughs> Woo. Convictor of sin. But, but no, it says in the Bible, it says in the Bible this, you know, that um, God disciplines those whom he loves. God disciplines those whom he loves. Sometimes we associate the feelings of discipline and of conviction with uh, judgment and, and shame. Sometimes we, 
we can we can relate those feelings when, when we feel the Holy Spirit tugging on our heart. You know what, Jess? I want you to find freedom in that area. You know, we can associate those feelings with, oh, I feel a bit heavy. I feel a bit judged and shamed about this. But you know what? I want to clear this up right now, that the Holy Spirit, the convictor of sin, it's not a heavy thing. He actually does it from a place of love. God disciplines those whom he loves. Any parents out there would understand this concept. We, want, we discipline those whom we love because we, we know what's best for them at, at certain ages. We know what's best for them. And God does it from a place of love through the Holy Spirit. I, I want to s- declare this over your life this morning. The Holy Spirit and God, they, they love you. God loves you this morning. And the Holy Spirit, wants he loves you so much, in fact, that he wants to lead you into freedom. So don't associate those feelings of conviction with that of heaviness and of judgment because he loves you. Good? Awesome. Um, I'm going to move on to my next point. The, the next point is my fourth thought along. Um, my fourth point this morning, just checking my time, is to speak the truth. To speak the truth. Let me clear this up. In John eight thirty-one to 32, it says this. Jesus speaking to his disciples. You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. We need to be speaking the truth. What's the truth? What's the truth? Yeah, come on. The Bible, this bad boy here. Probably shouldn't call it the bad boy. It might be blasphemous, but the good, the good boy here. <laughs> this thing. If you don't have this book open, declaring the truth upon your life, this is going to lead you to freedom. It says it right there. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Let's say, say you're addicted. Say you're addicted to something. Let's be declaring Romans 6-7. The power of sin is broken. Come on. The truth will set you free. You know, you're downcast. You're depressed. You're heavy in your spirit. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8.10, the truth inside this book will lead you to freedom. You want to set the goal in 2018 to find freedom? Get yourself a Bible, open it up, be declaring those things over your life. I've, I've known this to be true. I, I can see people out there that you know this to be true. Let's never lose our, our desire to be speaking the truth over our lives. Speak the truth and it will set you free. Awesome. You know, one thing... One application point that, one, one, one like place that I really found in my own journey of finding freedom that was super helpful was in a small group environment. A small group environment. So um, if you're new to church, if, if this, is, this is different to you, small groups, you may have heard them called discipleship groups, cell groups, home groups, whatever. They're basically... It is what it says. It's a small group of people that get together. We, at Tweet Coast Church, we have the saying that says, you, sh- you shouldn't do life alone. You shouldn't do life alone. We've been designed to do life together in community with each other. And in that environment of a small group, see, we don't just meet here on a Sunday uh, in this area. We meet together in homes midweek in small groups of, say, five to ten. And um, in that place, we get to pray for one another. We get to see how everyone's going. You get to go get past that sort of entry-level conversation. So how are you going, Has You know, how's your work? Yeah, how's, how's home life? 
you start to have these deeper conversations. In the environment of a small group, it really helped me in my journey to finding freedom because in that place, I had this bunch of guys, you know, five, five or so guys around me encouraging me. They were a bit further down the path than me, so I could learn from them. They could, um, they could keep me accountable. Um, we, could, we could read the scriptures together. So I encourage you, if you want to set the goal this year in 2018 of finding freedom, Find out about our small groups here at Tweed Coast Church. We do them. Um, they're going to kick off this year in February. But I want you to go find out about them. Find out which one's going to suit you. Commit to it. Sign up to it and be there. Because in those environments, in that environment, is where you, you'll be able to cultivate one of finding freedom. And finding freedom. So good. So let's do a quick recap. Simba, I might actually come up now. Thanks, mate. In... Let's do a quick recap. So let's go back to the top. What was the first one? What was the first thought that we had was to see. We need to be able to identify what it is that's holding us back. Second, the Son of God. We need the Son of God. You just can't have one. You can't have true freedom without bringing in the Son of God. The next one is? All right. The next one is? There we go. Um, the Spirit of God. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is? Awesome. And we need to be able to speak the truth. Speak the truth over your life. Open up the scriptures and declare that you are going to find freedom this year. I pray this has been a blessing to you this morning, church. I pray that, you know what, I, I really do believe that 2018 is going to be a year of freedom for people. Do you believe that for yourself this morning? A year of freedom? You know, that, that scripture where Jesus declares you know, that the captives will be released. The oppressed will be set free. The last line there, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. The time of the Lord's favor has come for you this morning, church. 2018 is your year for freedom. Come on, if you want to respond, I'd ask that you stand to your feet across this place. We're going to press into him right now. Come on, will we close our eyes across this place? Church, this is your turn. This is your turn. I know I've got the mic. But if something has struck a chord in your heart this morning, you want to begin your journey of finding freedom, you want to break free from something, some anxiety, some worry, let's begin to raise our hands in this place. Let's begin to press into Him. God, God, 2018 is going to be my year. 2018, the, the year of the Lord's favor has come. The time of the Lord's favor has come. Thank you, Jesus. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. I'm going to preach this over you right now. Speak it out. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Come on, church. From your mouth, begin to welcome Him. Begin to press into Him. Call upon the Holy Spirit. God, help me to see. Help me to see what it is that's holding me back. Thank you that you've come to bring freedom, Lord. You don't want us to live in a, a life that is held back, that is restricted. You've come to break us free from those prisons. Chains are breaking this year, church. 2018, as you set the goal of finding freedom, it is not a destination too far. He is going to lead you there this morning. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's Word. If you would like to know more about Tweed Coast Church, please visit tweedcoastchurch.com.au.